0: Hi everyone, my name is Jade, and thank you so much for tuning in to Food Chat with Jade.
1: And today I have our March edition with a brand new guest. So if you'd like to introduce yourself, hi everyone, my name is Charlotte Lister, and I'm the current Miss Diamond, South Yorkshire. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's
0: a pleasure to have you, and you've had that title such a long time now.
1: I know nearly two years, which is crazy, but you just got to carry on and go with it. And it keeps hopefully,
0: you busy, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: got a new date of august um the 22nd i think around there so the hopefully across we will be on stage in august
0: oh let's hope so need to get pageant land open again we all need to be so there
1: i miss it so much
0: perfect so today was we want to chat about your experience with breast cancer and how like, you've been affected by it um, in your life so if you want to tell me your story so
1: there's two Two sides to it, really. um I had a scare a few years ago when I was in the bath and doing your monthly check of your boobs. I found a lump, and um, obviously, just automatic, I think the worst. It's horrible. Um, I went to my GP. She confirmed that there was definitely a lump, and then she referred me to my breast cancer clinic at my local hospital. Um, within two weeks, I was seen, and it just turned out to be lumpy breast tissue after an ultrasound. So I've got lumpy boobs, which is nice. Uh, much better than having breast cancer obviously and um, but luckily I was okay and was nothing serious but it just made me you know check more often um, and then my auntie she had breast cancer about 11 years ago and it actually came back last year um during lockdown I don't actually know which number either one or two they've all mingled in now haven't they um so yeah she had it come back and that time she actually had to have a full breast removed and she's got to have reconstructive surgery um at some point when lockdown eases and covid restrictions ease as well because it's a bit too dangerous to have it you know now with all the covid it's going off um but again that just makes you check even more because it's hereditary into breast cancer so if you got a member who has it you're more likely to get it as well so that's basically my experience with breast cancer so far I'm hoping I I never get it but there's quite a high chance now that I will
0: that's the thing obviously it's mainly genetic but the thing is with breast cancer any person can get it and I think that's kind of the scary factor like I'm quite lucky it doesn't run in my family but I had a a a lump last year and luckily it was nothing and I'm having actually having the lump removed at some point it's not priority surge, I'm in no rush to get rid of it but at least (laughs) my mind was settled that it wasn't anything bad but it is, it's making sure you get into that monthly cycle. So when, would you start checking because of what happened
1: to your auntie or do you think you would have been checking anyway? I think I would have eventually started checking. I think I started checking at a younger age because of what happened with her. Because I was only 22 when she first got diagnosed. And um, so I think it made me start checking a lot earlier. Because um, I don't think it, sashes they never want to stay on, do they? <laughs> um, I don't think it really sets in your mind to start checking until you're in your late 20s early 30s which is the wrong mindset that we've got we should be checking you know as soon as we hit our teenage years as far as i'm concerned obviously it's a bit more difficult when you are a teenager changes that your body your body goes through but you still should get into that routine at a very early age to be checking your breasts so because of her i did start doing it a lot earlier
0: so obviously that so obviously was only about 10 years old so I'm not sure if coffee was kind of in its height when back when sadly your um, auntie was diagnosed but had you heard about
1: coffee through your auntie or was it something you came across separately? She never mentioned it and um, like you said I don't think it was around when she first got it I think when she first got breast cancer she was supported by McMillan um, mm-hmm. who obviously support any type of cancer if you have it as well as the family members. Yeah. Um, I actually learned more about Field through social media and yeah. um, you know people sharing it and then when we spoke last year for my series you told me so much about it and I, I actually hadn't I had an idea of what they did but I didn't realize how much they actually did you know to raise awareness of breast cancer and I think it's amazing I know when we spoke last year did you say that they were going into the universities as well yeah. and yeah like that doing talks which I think is absolutely incredible like I said earlier we need to get in that mindset of checking our breasts at a younger age you know. mm-hmm. um hitting community at uh, universities is absolutely amazing way to do it I think that's the thing like obviously having been to university and that work
0: I'd already heard of Copperfield before uni but obviously I was uni boob team leader myself but and I always kind of stood by the fact that hitting people when they go to uni is really important because it's the first time everyone's properly away from their parents and they're living for them and they're doing what they want to do and I know when I first went to uni I was having a second with my dinner most days for the first week because I was so excited to be away from home but it's about hitting people when they're, they're willing to to learn more about themselves and I try new things at university years, it's all about gaining that independence um which I definitely did but it is like Copperfield do so much do a lot of social media they do a lot of like television stuff as well but for me I don't watch a lot of tv obviously I work during the day and if it's on Netflix I'll watch it but obviously they do a lot of campaigns and do stuff on um on Good Morning and they uh, obviously do a lot of adverts which obviously I'd never really seen it's only because obviously where I did work with Copperfield that I got to gain a lot of what they did but obviously social media is an absolutely fantastic tool and I think
1: that's really got their name out yeah I completely agree because now I scroll through Facebook and I see them at least once a day now and I am constantly on Facebook unfortunately I'm a bit of an addict at the moment especially because of everything going off with the magazine I feel like I'm constantly on there and um, but I think what they do is absolutely incredible because they do the monthly text alerts as well yeah. I don't remind you to check your boobs because unfortunately and i don't know if anyone else feels the same like or if you feel the same but i have got such a lockdown brain it is unreal (laughs) i don't know what day i'm on never never mind what year it is some days so i think having that reminder there as well is absolutely incredible because it stops you from forgetting yeah and it's a they're completely free as well so if you haven't signed up there's no reason why that's (laughs) my whole reason
0: i actually came across Copperflow. i found them at a festival and they said if you sign up for Texas we'll give you a free t-shirt and that was it and I was like yeah okay love a free t-shirt well, well obviously everyone loves sign it isn't going to cost them anything so obviously I signed up to the Texas and I was getting it every month and I was quite young at the time too like sadly a lot of people they correlate breast cancer with with age and you know more and more young people are diagnosed younger now which is why obviously the more I got these texts the more I thought I really want to know more about this and then obviously I did my training with UniBoob teams and then it's amazing the work they do and obviously the fact that they've been around as long as they have and I think it's I think it's 11th year now going into their 12th I don't know uh, the last year I I can't count it I don't know
1: I I don't
0: don't know but um like I said they've they've got so many like celebrity patrons as well and I think the fact that people that you know young people know and love you know like obviously yovana fletcher she's a huge ambassador of copperfield i think that's the way of getting it into younger people's brains that they should be checking
1: exactly i completely agree the, the more that the younger people know then the more they'll be checking and then they'll carry it on until when they really do need to be checking if that's because like you said it is normally older people that get it but just because they're older doesn't mean that you won't get it when you're younger but it, yeah. if we change the mindset at a younger age it's just amazing because the earlier you catch it the better chance of survival you've got or less, intru- less intrusive if I can get my words out treatment as well so it's fantastic what they do and I really really appreciate well, I, it. I, I, I'm
0: not sure how well this I know I read about it quite recently um, but I know like quite a lot of like the people at Copperfield Obviously, they've got those people that work for them, and they have people that focus on education. I know they're really trying to push this kind of education into the curriculum. Um, and it's not something you've got to spend loads of lessons on, but it's just making people aware, and especially males as well, because obviously it's baffling. So I work in an office full of men. it's I am the only female in my office. And obviously they know I do a lot of breast cancer kind of awareness so that I'm really passionate about. And they were so shocked when I told them that men can get it too
1: like men don't correlate that no and it's very strange because men do get it obviously it's not as often as women but they do get it Mm -hmm. but they don't think they can because they haven't traditionally got breasts yeah they've got pecs haven't they yeah Um, but it is they've still got breast tissue so this can still get breast cancer so they need to be checking regularly as well And
0: that's the thing. It's it's all about gaining confidence in yourself and knowing your body, because like you said, you have lumpy breast tissue and I, a couple of people I know in my family have gone to the GP with similar things and they've just been told that and I said everyone's boobs are different no two boobs are the same like even though our sets neither they're identical like we're completely different
1: it's not the like they're not twins are they they're like the sisters it's like the cousins at times I think
0: (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing it's you know it's about knowing your own body and then having that confidence then to go to your GP and I know when I found my lump last year I think it was around the time we actually did our interview which I, I can't even put a date on it now it was so you long did, ago. Yeah, I and I was thinking hmm, this isn't right and I thought I really go to my doctor about this and I did and I, I was there like I check myself every month I have done for years like not normal for me and it's having that confidence and obviously obviously I went right in the midst of Covid as well So obviously I was worried that things would be different and they weren't because I was seeing two weeks at my local hospital and obviously, things kind of went on from there. And I think, you know, GPs really mm. now. And I think there's so much more research on the fact that back when, obviously, Chris, the founder of Copperfield, first had doctors, it was the correlation of the age was so focused on. They didn't focus on the fact that people
1: in their 20s were getting diagnosed every year. Yeah, it's not as common, but it
0: happens.
1: It does happen. They with cancer into sorry cervical cancer you know it's predominantly older women that get it but you can still get it in your early twenties and um, so it's so important what they do because they are convincing everyone that you can get it at a younger age you know and you seek help basically. It's and that, I think you see with a lot of like
0: charities like Copperfield and charities like Minds they really now put a lot of money and time into social media because that's where you're going to grab the attention because where are we all sat in the evening we're sat in our beds scrolling through facebook before we go to see and we all do it we all guilty of it I'm and, guilty. yeah I, I do it i do it more than i should but that's where you're grabbing people's like um getting people's attention and i know copperfield have done some really exciting campaigns obviously where i i obviously really passionate about copperfield, i focus a lot more on their campaigns as well but their campaigns are so rem- memorable and things like that and that's what you need you want things that are fun and uplifting because you know sadly you think of cancer and you think you think the worst don't you and it's not a, a positive word so to speak because it is it's it, you know me obviously I, I lost my granddad to lung cancer so cancer for me as soon as I hear that word I think of what happened there but it's Copperfield's way of education is making it kind of fun and memorable because that's what you want to be and you don't want to be you're not looking for
1: cancer at the end of the day you just knowing your body and that's like it the importance changes, it. aren't you that's what you're looking for is changes um and because my my platform is all cancers not just breast cancers mm-hmm. i constantly grab it on about you know know your body and then if there is a change no matter what it is go see a gp it is just about noticing changes it's not like you said n- noticing cancer it's about noticing changes because it could be nothing And if it is something like cancer, then it's brilliant because you've got an early diagnosis which really does increase your chances of survival. So that's what it's all about. Knowing all the changes and seeking help and then moving forward with your lives as well. And that's it. And it's I think now that obviously I know like I know quite
0: a lot of my generation, like all my friends check their boobs. I was very kind of on it with them. (laughs) Like Guys, you've got to be doing this, you know. And it's it's now it's if you grab a generation, they're then going to teach the younger generation you're going to tell your kids about it and that's what you want like I member obviously tracy um Glenn hill who's fantastic she's such an inspiration she's got her kids obviously they talk boobs all the time because of obviously what she's been through and it's it's getting it's hitting that longer generation and making it memorable and engrossing it within their lives So you, know, you brush your teeth
1: twice a day and you brush your hair like you've got to get that into your routine it's just as important exactly. Um I learned quite a lot as well last year in lockdown because so there is actually a accredited cancer course now. It's a level 2 and a level 3 all about cancer awareness. So if anyone's a bit bored in lockdown and wants to learn a little bit more about it, I definitely recommend it because it can go through, you know, the different types of cancers and then the different stages, the different treatments and it does tell you more about how to check for the changes as well and you know the things that you should notice so definitely worth doing it I did it and it's brilliant course absolutely brilliant course sorry that's my geek head on right there I you know I didn't even know that
0: was a thing so that's actually really interesting because obviously you're looking for different things obviously with different cancers sometimes it could be like the mildest thing where a lot of us will brush off and I know like one of the symptoms of breast cancer in women is pain and obviously hormones are an absolute nightmare and sometimes that's just that's just part of being a woman isn't it but it's about if it's going on a little bit longer than usual just addressing that and not putting it down to something else like you said GPS you know they're there for you to go to with concerns and a lot that you know it's a relief they say it's just it's just hormones or it's just this and you know that's the thing like sometimes lumps develop in like in your cycle as well which is why if you're checking like, you know regularly or once a month I try and do twice a month um, it's about then addressing that oh this happens every month okay or this is permanent. And for me, I was doubting myself, like, no, this isn't a lump. I'm imagining things. Like, there's definitely not a lump there. <laughs> like, I was panicking when I went to the GP. like, no, there's definitely a lump there. And, like, they said, it will take you to get your scans. they did a biopsy,
1: which wasn't pleasant. But, you know, it was I had have a biopsy. I had a, an ultrasound. Um, and that was it. And then they found out straight away. Obviously, it's a bit embarrassing getting your boobies out into in front of some random strangers. But you just gotta get over it. Everyone's got boobs. Even men have boobs. Just not we're quite. We're all, we're all, we're all, we all have boobs. And and I remember
0: I went in. They did an ultrasound, and they were um and they were Ari. And I'm thinking, oh no, this is this. I don't feel great about this. And um, I remember then they were like, we need to get a second opinion. And you're, thinking, oh my god. And the more people were coming in the room, and I'm thinking this is kind of. Uh, was you all have masks on as well and I like it was a really hot day and I was thirsty and I'm thinking oh I'm suffocating under this mask today I just want want to go home and um they said wish we don't think it is anything but we're we're not entirely sure so they did the biopsy safe and yeah they said it it doesn't hurt they numb you up and it, it was a bit aching for a couple of days but I'd rather go through that four or five times in my lifetime to know that it's nothing then to not get it addressed and then end up having a completely different outcome
1: no i completely agree it's all about knowing your body noticing the changes and then seeking medical assistance and then if everyone was to do that the cancer survival rates will just keep increasing because over the last 50 years have increased so much it's absolutely incredible that the work that they're doing with treatments and the diagnosis we just need to continue that mindset and then hopefully you know one day there will be a cure i'm sure there will with all the research going on but until there is a cure we've just got to keep getting these early no noticing these early changes and getting this early diagnosis and then fingers crossed majority of people will be okay and that's the thing like the medical
0: professionals we have in this country are absolutely phenomenal and you know they train for years they know what they're doing and they, they take part of their end so much so it's us that have to do our bit in because obviously you know smear tests happen when you're 25 but obviously then um, you know like I said people do get it before the age of 25 and I know there's loads of petitions happening to try and get that lowered um and things like that obviously I've not hit the age yet but next year it'll be happening um on things like that but it's we've got to do our bit and you know doctors don't know if we're not feeling okay or if we've got lump or we've got pain like we've got to do our bit to meet the professional for them to help us and that's the thing isn't it some things cough and cold go away on their own a lot of the times but if things stick you know then when you've got to address the situation a
1: bit more self-management isn't it we've got to manage ourselves basically but yeah it's a horrible thing but we've just got to try our try and do our best so we've given ourselves the best chance to survive if we do have it I suppose
0: that's a thing and I always say that if a lump appeared on your leg and it was there for a couple of days you'd go see the doctor so it should be any different in your boobs you know like a lot of the time the things are happening are happening for a reason like I said as a woman we have hormones and it's an absolute journey and wouldn't oh, recommend
1: it every, every day <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> but it's about like you said it's about knowing what is normal for you because some people like you said are naturally really hormonal and they get pain all the time and I feel sorry for those people because it must yes. be really horrible but it's about knowing what you are and then like you said you know i say it over and over but you know it's sometimes you've got to be told so many times to have it drilled in you and you seem like you're you've got your text alerts you know you know what you're doing Oh yeah text um, alert
1: cancer. college course i've drawn about it all the time because it's part of my platform i'm constantly doing um different campaigns revolving cancer whether it's male cancers or you know world cancer day i try to get people talking about unknown cancers because there's over 200 cancers i think and there's only a few main ones that people really know of you know there's all ones that people don't know of and i'm doing a campaign for ovarian cancer because i actually thought ovarian cancer um, was less can't get the words out right but less likely than cervical cancer but it's actually the opposite way, way around ovarian cancer is one of the top killers for women after breast cancer so you know, I'm always on about raising awareness for all the different types of cancers, just because, you know, you might get through to that one person and they or yep. notice a sign and then it can potentially save their life. So. And it's not just
0: that, yeah. it's if you tell one person and they tell a friend then they tell a friend and suddenly so many more people know just by you talking and that's the thing obviously when people post like their campaigns that they take part of whether it's like you've done or it's mental health or there's so many campaigns circling, which is absolutely fantastic everyone else has a different audience on their Facebook. like yeah we all have the pageant girls but then we also all have family members and friends or people that we work with and it's then spreading that message to different people and that goes back to how powerful like social media can be a negative tool but it also can be used for such positive things and I think that's like I think lockdown a lot of obviously I, I love sadly everyone I think everyone was hit in a different way last year and even now obviously we're still we're still trapped indoors which is fun <laughs> I'm looking at that sunshine I'm thinking oh I'd love to be out in a beer garden today if I'm honest but
1: yeah me and my daughter I'm walking outside in the garden on the bike and on the scooter so I actually managed to get out a little bit today
0: I just go out on a walk I try and go out on a walk
1: even last week when I went out in the rain I was like I need to get outside I'm walking in the rain <laughs> We just we
0: just embrace it now because it's what you've got to do. But about I think a lot of time people last lot of people had time when it, we really were obviously it was everyone was stuck at home a lot more. That I will see. I'm lucky I can still go to work at the moment, but I know last year I couldn't. And I think it's. I think it gave gave everyone a bit of time to think and reflect and obviously a lot of people spent a lot more time on social media and it's about I know last year I was learning things I didn't know you said ovarian and cervical cancer a lot of people join those as one and they're completely different and it's all about self-education as well and I think sometimes you've just got to speak over and over just to get heard and I think in these kind of issues it's important that we are talking about it more because like I said one person views it
1: tells a friend and you know your message is already spread and spread no completely agree it's all about word of mouth into it really really is word of mouth and social media i think is the key to drumming it into people it really really is and i think the what you do as well with these chats is absolutely incredible because you never know who might be listening and it might make them check the boobs and keep checking them and then notice a change earlier it's absolutely incredible and I think what pageant girls do to help raise awareness as well as you know charities like Copperfield Copperfield and Mind and Samaritans and all the rest of them combined what we do is absolutely amazing and hopefully we'll just get through to everyone one day one day that's the thing and it's
0: I think sometimes sadly it does take something negative to happen to someone for them to start thinking about how they can help themselves and obviously you know it shouldn't be that way and I know that luckily I said luckily I've I've had someone in my family that had breast cancer and she's five she survived and she's been back and had her check since and she's okay yeah. it's really positive but not everyone has those positive stories and it shouldn't take a negative thing to happen in your life for you to start thinking about
1: exactly I completely agree unfortunately I think uh, everyone is affected by cancer at some point in their lives aren't they um, I lost my nan last year to throat cancer during lockdown. I've lost, um, I've I've lost nearly every single grandparent to to cancer now, which is really really sad. But luckily, my dad and my auntie survived. So, you know, we'll get there one day. And that's the thing like
0: I said. If you keep spreading the message, like you said, medicines get better, and it is. And you've got to think, going back a decade, it wasn't how good. It wasn't as good as what it is now, and it's it's just going to progressively get better so I said if we do our bit maybe their bit and hopefully it'll be a bright future ahead completely agree well that's absolutely fantastic so thank you so much for coming on today yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure so if people want to follow um your social media what, what is it so people can
1: follow? um so I'm on Instagram and Facebook so both the same which is Miss Diamond, in South Yorkshire um, and then, obviously, there's the magazine as well. So if anyone's interested in chilling out with a cuppa and reading loads of pageant stories, that's uh, Crown's and Sasha's magazine, again, both on Instagram and Facebook. So, yeah. Easy to remember as well. That's what we that's like. Really easy, so, um, yeah. And I'm enjoying both of them. I'm loving it. I just can't wait to get to back to Pageantland now and actually see everyone because I've spoken to so many people and I've never actually met anyone in real life. So I can't wait to get back to Pageantland. So I think. Well, there's... hopefully we've got we've got a positive
0: light ahead. So if everyone does their bit, then hopefully by the summer we'll be watching people compete, and
1: that is definitely something to look forward to. Hopefully, because I've got a ticket to um, the peers. Obviously, I've got my pageant, and then I'm wanting to go to everyone else's pageant, and I'm wanting to do a Charlotte Clement shoot as well. And I'm like. Yeah. I need everyone to do what they need to do so we can get out of lockdown and have some normality and give me. I was time. very lucky. I booked in a Charlotte
0: Clemmie shoot last October tactically before when the Yemi final should have been. And then everyone got locked down in November. And I was like, oh thank God I got in. But it is, it's my pageant had filling up very quickly, obviously positive. Obviously, I luckily a pageant girl and um, I got a season ticket, so I'm gonna be at all of their finals, hopefully, hopefully soon. And like I said, everyone will be together again and You know, I said it's been a long, a lot of people have been waiting to compete for a long time now, like you said, you've been waiting to compete for two years, and time I compete, it'll be over two years, and it would be good, when we all get on stage, we'll be able to look back and
1: think it was worth the wait. The only thing is they're going to have to give us longer interviews because we'll have done double the work then compared to normal. So we need double time, directors, double time on interviews. <laughs> oh, don't, trust me, I, I struggle with the three minutes. Don't make them any longer. <laughs> oh, I've got too much to talk about. I can't stop talking the majority of the time. So I'm happy with a little bit longer interview just to go over everything that I've done. Start paying the judges if they're going to be sat in there for 10 minute interviews at a time. Oh, God, 10 minutes is too long. I was thinking about, like, six minutes, maybe five minutes. Nothing more than that, There, Oh, God, I, I cry. <laughs> I would literally cry and have a little nervous breakdown and cry in a
0: corner. <laughs> yeah, but like I said we've got loads to speak about. Like I said, it hasn't been as many outdoor appearances as we'd hoped, but we've done loads of stuff on social media. And like I said, good things are coming. Like, the sun needs to stay shining because it makes everyone so much happier.
1: It does. Well, thank you so much again for having me. I no really go talking about cancer which sounds really strange to say but i love talking about it just to drum it into everyone's heads so thank you so much for having me perfect so thank you very much for tuning in to march's episode so come back in april episode
0: three thank you bye